Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk a bunch of animated shows and movies here with new podcasts every other Wednesday. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stowell. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hi there. We are back to talk Miraculous Ladybug Season 4 uh on this week's podcast we're very excited to get more into season four this this podcast we're covering episodes four six and seven uh the next three that have aired in the united states i'll get more on that in a few minutes but uh check out our first podcast on ladybug season four which was up a month ago at overlyanimated.com search overly animated ladybug on your podcast app to subscribe to our ladybug feed to not miss any of our season four coverage so, uh, and also check out our uh, podcast on Owl House as we are going to be rotating through the two big shows that are airing, our two main shows airing currently. So, uh, this week is Ladybug, though, and we are covering the episodes Mr. Pigeon 72, Furious Foo, and Soul Crusher. These episodes aired dubbed in the United States Disney Channel. We are going to, from now on, strictly be following the United States Disney Channel release schedule um and every month so every other podcast we put out will be on ladybug for a little while um and uh this time it is just uh these three episodes episode five has not aired in the united states yet or anywhere it's it's probably not finished so i was a little disappointed (laughs) that we're not uh (laughs) why do they do this yeah it's really the only show that just we didn't watch episode five yeah we didn't watch episode five um Unsure if it'll explain anything we missed. I have a, the only, there's only one area in which I could see it, but um, the uh, yeah, it's really Ladybug's the only show that just air episodes when previous ones are not done. Um, but yeah, the U the U.S. Disney Channel it's going in order like for episodes that are done. It seems like so it's as good as we're gonna get um, in terms of order. Uh, but yeah, we have only seen these three episodes plus the first three episodes of the season. Not anything beyond this. So if you have watched uh, any of the episodes that have aired internationally, um, we have not seen them. No spoilers, please, uh, for us in the comment section, anywhere else. Um, we've only seen the first six episodes, you know, being episodes one to four plus six and seven um, of Ladybug. Um, and then a note, next next month podcast will cover the next four that will be airing weekly now on Disney Channel, or it's some number. We I might be pushing the next month's Ladybug podcast up or back a uh, week. We will see on that one to be determined. Um, but yeah, generally, you, uh, the U.S. Disney Channel weekly Ladybug from now on, very exciting. And we're talking uh, episodes four, six, and seven. Yes, do we understand all of this uh, Ladybug complication here? No, I'd like you to explain it again in great detail, please. Okay, next podcast. We got it. Thank you. So Dylan, so we get an outline every week, y'all. And so I was reading it at work today. And it says spoilers for only episodes one through four and six through seven. And I need y'all to know. So I watch these on the Disney Now app. I don't pay attention to episode numbers. I'm not 100% sure it has episode numbers on there. Yeah, I, I just click so. on it and I yeah. watch it. So I didn't know. And so I want you to know, I'm at work. And, you know, I've, I work 12-hour shifts. So, like, my brain's not functioning. And I look. And I'm, like, sitting here for, like, five minutes being like, what? Did I miss an episode? What? And then it finally dawned on me that this is Ladybug. And that's why this is messed up. And I was really, really confused. Um, it wasn't so bad, though, that I had to, like panic message Dylan which is good because Dylan then would have made fun of me for probably 10 minutes 
And but now <laughs> you volunteered the information anyway. Anyway, yeah. So now, now, it's, now, now anyway. I'm just going to be made fun of continuously for the podcast. <laughs> but that's not really any different. Than like, the I don't think anyone's blaming. <laughs> I don't think anyone's blaming you for getting confused at the order. I mean, yeah, no. For all intents and purposes, it's the first six episodes of the season. It's just we know the production numbers. Uh, always with Ladybug for some reason, so we know that five is missing in production order, but whatever. I, I know, okay, so if you think that's bad, my, because I have Sling, and so I'm able to, like, DVR the episodes whenever they come out, and it, no joke, put, like, episode four in season, like, three or something, and I was like, where is Mr. Pigeon 72? I can't oh, find God. this. And I was really, and then like I went to like season five on it, and it was like you have episodes one, two, three, six, and seven, and I was like, "Good lord, what is happening?" So yeah, very confusing. Okay, yeah, okay. Well, look, uh, Disney Channel doing their best with this. I mean, I will say, given the track record, this is probably the longest period of time we've had episodes that were actually in order. That's fair. To only do episode five is an accomplishment. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, if, if Disney US is consistently releasing every week for a while, this will be like the most consistently kind of in order we've had for yeah, a long time. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But let's get to the episodes. Um, again, we're only talking the first three episodes and these three of the season four. So we've not seen beyond this. I will address that in a second with, or in a little bit with the uh, with Soul Crusher. But uh, Delaney, what are your overall thoughts? Not getting into too many specifics yet of these three episodes. This just keep coming. Like I... You know, we had we talked a lot um, about the first two episodes, and we also talked a lot in when we podcasted on the Shanghai special about what we wanted from the season, the questions we wanted to answer, th- answers, things that we thought were needed to be addressed. And so far, I feel like we're hitting all of that it, very early on. And it's like one actually to have answers questions in 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 Ladybug is like astonishing. And then on top of that, like the serialization we've had for the past like six episodes is incredible and i'm really one i also just think they're really great episodes like i personally think mr pigeon 72 is like you know it's such a meme but it's actually like a really good episode and furious foo like these are really good episodes like that you know they're very much the quintessential like we're getting a lot of mythology a lot of plot movement but also the zany nonsense like we had like a like 300 foot tall gold teenage girl in heels stomping around paris that's like amazing like a plus not even the first thing i thought of when you said zany nonsense from these episodes not i mean mr P- i don't i don't there's so much zany nonsense i mean the first thing i thought of was because it was really master Fu getting so mad about his cane which was like so funny <laughs> also <laughs> okay we could talk about that yeah there's so much like i re- i really enjoy these episodes like these are really really good episodes Nice. April, what do you think of these three episodes? Yeah, I definitely agree with Delaney. It's very, it's like shocking, but so refreshing that like we're, we're getting answers to some of our questions. We're finally getting like consequences of actions that have taken place. Like we immediately, you know, come off of episode three into episode four and like Ollie is helping Ladybug essentially. And so we get like that continuization and I I'm really I'm really digging this. Also, Marinette is such a sweetheart. She wanted yes. to go comfort Kagame. Uh, but now that I after I watched it again, I was like, mm, this may be a little bit more selfish of her then. 
Uh, we think it is. <laughs> I don't know. She was really sweet, like, when she was pleading with Alia. Yeah. No, that part was extremely sweet. But then, like, whenever, like, we got into, like, the nitty-gritty of it, I was just like, are you trying to convince, like, Kagame that she's still in love with Adrian? Or are you trying to convince yourself? She has no self-awareness, let's be honest. Like, not, inten- I mean, not intentionally, at least. Not intentionally, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the possibility is still very much there. Also, so. Kagami is so funny. Like, Yeah, she's great. But also, this is like a game changer with, like, the little charms that she's passing out and everything. Yes. Like, what? What are we going to do with this? What's Hawk Moth or Shadow Moth going to do? Whatever his name is. Yeah, I mean, the obvious comment, but you got to get the charm on that on that baby. Gotta gotta get the baby. Oh, okay, that that's right. Oh my, literally, I literally. Okay, so I literally was telling my coworker. So my coworker's not caught up. <laughs> she like likes to know stuff because I had to tell. Like she's just not caught. She is watching Kipo. Also, she doesn't listen to the pod. So I, this is funny that y'all need to know. So she hasn't watched. She's on season two of Kipo. She just finished it and she texted me and she's like, "If something happens." Oh, spoilers for Kipo. Spoilers for Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beast. Stop skip, listening Skip right ahead now. a minute, yeah. Skip ahead. It, she, so she finished season two, and she's like, if anything happens to Scarlemagne, I will kill you. And I was like, <laughs> so I have like, there's like ten episodes between me and like yeah. my impending death. Yeah, get ready. So, <laughs> like, but so I told, but I tell her everything about Ladybug. And that was like the first thing I was talking about the Lucky Charms. And I was like, we got to put it on the baby. Like, when are we going to put it on the baby that he's acumatized three times? How is, how is that Mar- Mar- not Marinette's first priority when she discovers know, like this the, ability? Let me find this one baby in Paris. We have to find it. And, well, and then, of course, it, got, it gets into, and this is more of a deeper discussion. Like, maybe this will be like the conflict at the end of the season. Because, like, if he, ha- he doesn't have anyone to accumatize, because now everyone in Paris that he accumatizes, because he accumatizes the same 12 people yeah. that he could now he can't accumulate anybody because they have their lucky charms but like yeah we got to get it on that baby like maybe she'll put it on like the pacifier or something like yeah i don't know how you the baby is gonna stay on the baby at all times also right, like, do these yeah. charms only work if they're just on your person forever i guess i don't know inconvenient Tie right. it to your underwear. It's fine. Well, look, you can, like, put it on a necklace. Yeah, a necklace or a seems like You can't get hypnotized when you're asleep, right? So it should be fine, right? Yes, you oh, can. Because Didn't that little kid get yeah, that, uh, the... Oh, he's having a nightmare. God. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't, you gotta wear it on a necklace around your neck. Find that little kid that has nightmares. Put it on. Yeah. yeah you okay. know what? Oh, shame on Ladybug for not handing out, like, necklace chains. No, like... I got it. I got it. You just, you just swallow it. Oh, there you go. It'll sit in your just stomach just forever. I mean, I mean, get it like surgically implanted. I feel like that's oh, there you, you know. go. Yeah. Okay. Um, more on the charms soon. Uh, that's definitely on our list of things. This guy's I, I also really like these three episodes. I think um, every episode feels very consequential after watching it, which is a big change yeah. for the show. Yeah. I think that's a big improvement this season. But yeah, every, I, every... I couldn't put that into words. That's definitely what it is. Cons- yeah. 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 I mean, I'm going to. It, at the very least, every episode feels consequential. I have yeah. some criticisms of the actual, like, consequentialness in practicality of the show. Um, but, you know, we're st- we've only seen six episodes so far, so it's a little unclear. But uh, we should, we've changed a lot of things really fast, too. So it's kind of like we're, we, we're not really, like, leveling yeah. out yet. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, I, yeah, I really like them all. These are also, like, they're, they're, it's, it, these three episodes interesting. Uh, they're all very consequential, very big. They're also extremely silly. Every all three of these yes. episodes are just very yes. silly. So silly. So that's very ladybug. It's like it's like kind of big and epic in its own way, but still just at at its core, just very silly. What's going on in all of these episodes? It's uh, so ridiculous. 
Yeah, I think I think Mr. Pigeon seventy two is definitely my favorite of the three. I think it's it's one of the best yeah. episodes maybe of the show. I like I didn't I expect. Really, I- no, I like I really put it up like when when you read the title and it first starts, yeah. you're like, oh my god! But then no, it's a really great episode. Like it has something for everybody. It has Mister Pigeon, it has Adrian, it has some Adrianette <laughs> stuff going on. It has Kagami. Like there's something in this episode. We even have Alia being the big hero. You know, yeah. to me, the number one Alia stand. Like it's happening. Yeah, yeah. So this is like the continuation of the reveal in episode three, and it's, yeah. it's seated throughout the entire episode with Alia helping. That's great. It has. Uh, the, the new power introduced and then one of the biggest scenes in ladybug history with the sequel to the umbrella scene we're gonna get into yes, that soon oh my god but that's it that's honestly mr pigeon 72 somehow one of the biggest episodes of the show i'm not sure why they put it in <laughs> all this stuff in this episode no, it, had, but... it had to be mr pigeon it was meant it to had be. to be it's mr pigeon yeah you think you got you they think they like... specifically did this yes, they... yeah they're like they're like those overly animated people keep ragging on Mr. Pigeon. No, We're I mean this is a jo- this is a joke they've purposefully put into like. <laughs> so that's my thing. Seasons, and so here's my know. thing though. So that's I think, and also he's like the perfect person to get the first charm because he's literally. Yes, that is that is true. Years. I think that's probably what they're thinking. Yeah, who's the person who's been akumatized the most? We have a running gag about that. Also, it's um, Mr. Pigeon. Like it's so funny. Yeah, uh, Furious. Also, who- the entire setup for that for Mr. Pigeon is hilarious. Uh, yes, let's, we'll get, yeah, we'll get to, I mean, I don't know how much we're going to get into the nitty gritty of this, but, uh, it's, 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 yeah, just that character you mean, like, in general, or? Well, no, the fact that, like, they were pretending they were doves, like, it's so funny. Very, very, (laughs) that's the silly part of the episode, the commercial. are white pigeons. Yeah, is that the joke? Is that a thing? No, that's real life. Yeah, I know, is that, so, let me Google this, doves are white pigeons, this is real? Yes. What's the difference so. between doves and pigeons? One is white and the other is not. Uh, but what's the actual science? This is from uh, mentalfloss.com. Oh my god, mental floss. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what that is. So I don't know if that's probably. They're like they have like they have like a collection of weird facts. What's it's the like... actual scientific difference between doves and pigeons? As it turns out, there isn't one. Okay. Yeah, wow, April, April knew this fun fact. This? So this so this is like a meta joke in the episode that it's oh, like doves and pigeons, yeah. but actually they're the same thing. Okay. But they are. That's funny. Okay, that's funny. So yes. doves, that, like, that's what, I, that's why I thought it was like the most hilarious thing ever. Is that well and then like so Well and then Mr. Pigeon is legitimately getting upset because they keep calling them doves and I'm like <laughs> Dumb Shouldn't he know that more than yeah? He should he yes. should know that, Mister Ramier. <laughs> okay, wait. Technically though, technically though, it's kind of like rectangles and squares. So all doves are pigeons, but not all pigeons are doves. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean that checks out to me. Okay. I didn't appreciate this important facet of that episode. Yeah. This is this makes it definitely like way funnier. Even they better. Even better. Scientifically. Accurate. Do you think they did this on purpose though? I feel like they didn't know this. No, they did it on purpose. I don't There's know. I don't know if I believe that. Look. I think. I think it, considering. Of I'm gonna tweet at Thomas. Just no, tweet this article at Thomas. <laughs> I think he knows. I mean, he, maybe he's tweeted it. The problem is, we I've muted Thomas because he's spoilers. Valid. So unfortunately, no, not, not I've so unfortunately we I, that, I shouldn't know that. I have to say that every time. I'm not caught up on all the facts surrounding Ladybug just because we're behind right now. Because yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's that's a great episode. I think Furious Foo is also a really great episode. Yeah. Um, obviously, it gives the uh, original Guardian. Uh, coming into play uh that plot aspect that i really wanted and um you know i'll accept that it was pretty quickly implemented here during the season um i have a yeah a lot i mean it's very silly i have a lot to like about the episode i will say uh i'm not qualified to say like what is offensive yeah uh, Yeah. but i do think the asian stuff in this episode was at the very least a little stereotypical 
so uh, I think that was very distracting for me in this episode. Like, otherwise, this is like a top 20, you know, whatever episode is a great episode. But the uh, how Suhan and Furious Fu, how they talk, uh, the music and their outfits, I thought it was at the very least uh, stereotypical. So well, especially how like how granted as they've I mean they've they've had this problem before like especially how Master Fu was akumatized like what he ended up looking like I felt like was probably the worst part. Yeah, yeah and that's furious yeah. Fu. Yeah, um, and yeah, and just just the the constant dialogue of the of the characters. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel like they were going for something that yeah, like the whole like quote unquote old like you know kung fu movies, which is not necessarily the greatest idea. Right, they might be trying to comment on old movies or something, you know, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we, we, we've had this with Ladybug before. I thought it was better in Shanghai Special. Um, this is this is probably yeah. the most I've thought there was, like, stereotypical material since uh, that season one episode, I would say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, and we'll get into the, the big, all the mythology stuff in the episode. And uh, the Soul Crush, right? That was also fun. Love Zoe. We'll talk about that. I do think this was the worst of the three episodes for me. Um, probably the worst episode of the season so far in quotes, but it's still good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and the, and the thing with Soul Crusher, uh, I'm aware that the next episode that is airing will probably be a part two to this episode. I don't know the specifics, but I know this is a weird cutoff point. Um, yeah, it's a weird. So a lot of our Soul Crusher discussion will be to be continued. Um, but uh, let's, we'll get to that last probably. I think, I think the order of the episodes is also the order of like how big they are. So I think we can start with Mr. Pigeon 72, um, which who knew it wasn't going to be a joke episode. Uh, but let's, I'm let's, shook. I know. Let's talk, let's talk the umbrella scene because oh my God. Um, oh yeah. my God. we have to talk about the umbrella scene first because I was not expecting it. And then I got slapped in the face with the umbrella and yeah. <laughs> with the, um, yeah, I mean, they, I think the umbrella closes on them. So they kind of get slapped in the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, you've kept it all this time. And I was like, oh my God. I yes. was like. Good Lord, we're talking about the umbrella. I knew and it then, instantly too. Like it's the most like dumb oh line ever. <laughs> and then like the whole time, of course, like Marinette was just pushing Kagami around, and now she kind of has realized that like no. And then and then even though he says no, Marinette like it still ends well. And then she says complete sentences to him, and he hits his head on the car door. Yep. It's, it's oh my god. <laughs> Oh, are you doing so the trolls good. too? There, is that, are you, are you, so good. <laughs> I can't wait to hear Adrian's uh, crazy uh, fantasies about him and Marinette and getting like married and having. And this is the episode where he's like, "She really is miraculous, right?" Like to Ladybug. Obviously, he doesn't know. But... Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so the the setup, right? We have the iconic. I, I think one of the most iconic scenes in modern animation is the original umbrella scene at the end oh, of the Origins episodes. Um, yeah. gorgeous scene and we have the follow-up in Mr. Pigeon 72 uh, and oh yeah God. so Adrian says hey you've had my umbrella referencing the umbrella from that scene in season one the first episodes of season I mean they aired at the end but they take place in the beginning so um, weird to, to bring that all back but yeah we the, the, pe- the, the, the big question is like is this scene a turning point in the show's romance arc like is this the uh because I think you can interpret this as at the end of season three, we uh, get the fake uh, love interests together with Marinette and Adrian. Um, and then the beginning of the season, 
we break them up right away. Okay. Now in the umbrella scene, we potentially have, have a turning point where, uh, Marinette's feelings are back after she was, uh, denying them for a while. And Adrian is exhibiting more feelings for Marinette than we've ever seen. Uh, so is this the first step in the road towards culminating Marinette and Adrian? A hundred percent. Yes. And this is completely based off him hitting his head on the car door. Right, that's like a that. big moment. <laughs> it's such a big moment. And the thing is, too, so before, obviously, I mean, obviously, she's been in love with Adrian, like, forever. But, like, she's now told Alia. And we're also now, and this whole episode is about her rewriting the rules, which she's already done. And now it's like, she loves Adrian. She feels like she's getting, she's gotten a lot closer to him. They're really good friends. Like, this is really, like, I think this is kind of like, yeah, this is like, we're still at the bottom of the hill, but, like, we're going up the hill. Yeah. It's like the final hill, and we're at Yeah, the, the final hill. Yeah, well, April, is that is how you see it, it as final, the <laughs> as Is the it final really one? the final hill? Because we still have the hill whenever they find out who each other is. I think so. it's part of it. No, I think it's part of it, like, because of, like, now That's that... That's the ultimate, like... Yeah. Climax of it. That also, I kind of low-key think, like, I don't know if Cat Noir will do this or not, but I feel like maybe, what if Cat Noir, like, finds out that Marinette, uh, that Ladybug told someone and nothing bad happened, and she's like, we can, like, we're writing the rules now. Right. It, I, okay, two two parts to this. There's the identity part, and then there's yeah. the, just the Adrian, pure Adrianette romance part. How about that? Yeah. Because uh, I think if we're talking the identity reveal, you have to bring in the next episode. Um, yeah. When yeah. A key of key moments to me is when Suhan uh, raises his eyebrow when Marinette is explaining that they can't reveal their identities to each other. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. ha- pick up on yeah. as much significance as I? Yes, did I, I, I didn't that. pick up on that as much. I was mainly like just very distracted by everything else that was going on. Yeah, I mean, there's a t- yeah. that's like, during a scene with a ton of information, but like yeah. Marinette says, and we can't tell each other, and he just there's a shot of him just raising his eyebrow, which I interpreted as. That's not a rule that I'm aware of. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. and even like, yeah, because even whenever he's like going through like the rules that she never mentions broken, it, he never mentions it. Yes. Because initially, like, wouldn't the first rule be like, yeah, Alia? Be yeah, yeah you think he'd be upset about all I don't know if he knew that. Yeah. Alia, yeah. But my um, thing that was if he's so like, my thing is like, he went through so many rules. Like, wouldn't that be like the first rule? Right, if yeah. it was so important, he, I mean, he was going through what? So uh, another connection between these three episodes, uh, the last two episodes, uh, episode uh, episode six has Suhan listing all the precepts that Marinette yeah. broke. Yeah. Um, and then episode uh, seven has Chloe listing all of her rules to uh, Zoe yeah. throughout the episode. Um, so a lot of listing. Uh, Yay. Ne- lots of rules. Lots of me- all the, the, Chloe's given the mean girl rules, so I was loving that. Sure. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll talk <laughs> you about can it. borrow my dad since yours is here <laughs> yeah that was good Actually, my favorite part was her being like since you were good you can touch my shoes yeah, right that's good too um yeah but no yeah yeah so he's i mean he's only listing precepts she broke so maybe he doesn't know but yeah i, I thought there was like that was a very specific shot so yeah it's very possible that as marinette we're going through then to this episode so it's very clear that he didn't know anything like master food tried his best but like yeah, yeah, no, yeah. very. I do think like that episode makes very clear Mastru was kind of making everything up. Yeah, um, but even within episode four, uh, you go from a big scene of the. It's like it's not in the spell book. You make your own things, uh, Ladybug. Like she makes her own new powers. To 
um, kind of this uh, this umbrella scene. And if Ladybug makes her own stuff, she maybe like can she make her own rules too, right? Like yeah. Uh, I, yeah. think, I think that's that's a big next step with the with the identity reveals. But in in terms of just Marinette and Adrian, you know, uh, like I do I do think you could definitely see this as you know step one of of this final road to them dating. Uh, which we've speculated and wanted for so long. Um, that being said, I, I, that's what that's what I was thinking. I was like, "Wow, this is so big." Ad- Adrian has an awkward moment, a Marinette esque moment towards Marinette. That's never happened before. He's so poised. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is not followed up on in the next episodes. We see. Right. I will say that. So, Grant, this is definitely something they would just sprinkle in. Right. That, that's and this is kind of yeah. what I mean by like the, these episodes more feel consequential than are because as right. we, the only thing that is real serialization is episode three into the episode episode four with Alia helping. But, well, and now and now also the Lucky Charms because I didn't realize we were just going to give one to everybody. Yes. Yeah. So the the new the new uh, mythology stuff, which we'll talk right. about next. Um, but it's not the most consequential yet. Uh, yeah, but, I agree. But that is that is that is real serialization too. But yeah, it's like Alia, you know, Alia is helping in episode four, but not in the next two episodes. We have the umbrella scene, and that's not followed up on yet. Um, obviously, I don't think any of us expect the show to be 100% serialized episode to episode, even this season. Um, but in terms of like tracking, I think it's relevant in terms of tracking the Marinette and Adrian progression here. It's like this is even if this is step one towards them dating, you know, that could still be season five considering the pace. We're right. Here. Yeah. Yes. Which I don't, I don't know. Any with the umbrella scenes, Lenny. Any you want to change our projected time for them to start dating into season four, or are we still thinking? I mean, toward... I could really think like the begin, the end of the season. Like this is, I don't know. I'm also a little overwhelmed. Like not, not in a bad way, but like to go from season three to these episodes we just watched. It's like it's it's just like when we went from season two to season three. It's like oh my god, like we're like. Where things are speeding up. We're getting a lot of mythology. We're getting a lot of serialization. We're getting a lot of our questions answered. They're addressing things that we are concerned about. There, there's a lot of plots, plot threads going on, but they are addressed. Like they're, they're like they're all there, and it makes like you know. And we know we have seven seasons, and it's just one of those, like, it's hard not to think. Like I don't, I don't know what's going to happen this season. Like there's so much has happened already. Like we have the fixed um miraculous yeah we have like there's a lot going on yeah, by, the, and, by the way i had the thought natalie is like a big a big element we've just not come right where is she season. like yeah yeah um, there's, there's still a few that we just like, yeah there's definitely still a few yet. but the thing is like all i can think about is like er- the almost almost everything we've talked about in the shanghai special like has been addressed uh yeah i think i mean I, I I think I do. I think the show has done a great job this season with making things feel significant within right. the the confines. Which is, of not their necessarily yeah. like yeah. quote unquote answered, finished, done, but like before, like they just would ne- there was nothing ever, and then the fact that like the season starts and it's like boom, 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 boom. Like if you take a step back, I said this last last back is this is still the same show as season one. Marinette and Adrian don't know each other. Our Hawkmoth's right. the villain. That being said, within that con those confines, they have done I believe a great job every single season of ramping up to an appropriate degree of right. which uh, complexity into that formula. It's the same formula, but we're making it more complex every season. And this season has exponentially ramped it up from last yes. season, which I think they had a great read on was absolutely necessary because the fans were at their most frustrated with the formula. I think at the end of 
last season. Um, so they, they, they like kind of understand and now are ramping up to an extent that we have not seen before. It is still within the same formula. I want, you know, I, I like, are, when are we going to break the formula? Maybe, I think maybe not till the end of season five, but, um, it's very exciting that we're introducing these, these new elements. Like having Suhan in the mix is, really exciting ultimately it doesn't i don't think nothing changed at the beginning or end of furious 2 i think it's the same show uh like there's no there's no advancement i don't think um but he's he's there and he's in play so i was like he's hanging out in paris but also he's kind of the one who like helped set it in motion that ladybug can do what she wants like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, she oh, that's a good point. Rules. He's like encouraging uh, to a yeah. certain extent. He ex- by him accepting of her uh, being the guardian and going in her direction. That's pretty significant in its own right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he kind of like goes back on himself just a little bit because he's just like, there are rules. Like, you have to follow them X, Y, and Z. But then he's like, but you can all like also as the guardian, like you can do what you need to to make this position work for you. <laughs> Well, it's also on top of that. I mean, we talk about the formula of the show. We did break it quite a bit, though, in that all you now knows. Like, that, I think, is, I mean, it's an incredibly big deal. Obviously, you want Adrian and Marinette to know who each other are, but the fact that all you knows is a really, it's a game changer. And something I was talking, like, I was kind of hinting at before is that what if Adrian tells Nino, and you know they're going to tell each other, and it's going to be like, and and then, okay, that would be horrible, but, like, think about, like, Nino... And Alia being like, "Oh Nina my god!" are the only people god. to know before. Yeah, and they're like, and, yeah. and they're just like, "Oh my god!" And like, they don't. That'd know. be funny. Yeah, like, that'd be so funny. I, I was thinking about that. Is like Alia knowing is such a big step. Who's the next person that Marinette right. tells? Someone because presumably knows. this is part one to Marinette building her like her superhero team. Like, right. I feel like Nino doesn't need to know. <laughs> oh, I agree with you. I'm just saying that if Adrian. Right, Nino is is, yeah. is Adrian's Alia. So if Adrian was gonna, you know, like uh, if Adrian was gonna break the rules, maybe he's emboldened by Ladybug well, breaking the rules. I mean, there's already like the whole Nino thing is so complicated because Alia and Nino who know who each other is. Yeah, that's that's so, a factor too. Yeah. So like Alia is like holding all of the cards right now for stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but it is, and it is a big deal that that Alia knows. Um, yeah. So, and I think it's given us a lot of interesting things, though, too, like to break up the formula, like, like Marinette being literally in a closet and like call Alia and like, like that. I feel like, like we're, we're kind of breaking things up. Like there's like they can, of course, we always have like, like ridiculous scenarios and how they defeat the villain. But like now they can really kind of go out there. Like now they have like somebody outside to help. Well, and they have like, like they're able to get creative. Yeah. Like. Like, with um, Furious Foo, how, like, they, like, she was able to sort of work around it and, you know, get it to where, I mean, she didn't win, but. Oh, that was, I (laughs) feel like that. The whole, well, I don't have to defeat you. Yeah, like, I wasn't trying to. And then she was just like, but. Marianne's going to take care of this for me. So I think it's allowing, it's really allowing them to get creative. Not that they're sometimes not creative in terms of how they save the day, but this is just adding like an extra layer. And I think it also helps too that like Marinette and Adrian don't know who each other is because like also the Kwame's running around is the best idea ever. <laughs> yes, I agree. The Kwame's are so funny. Like now we have like this whole like, <laughs> We have like the peanut gallery on top of Tiki. It's hilarious. Like, yeah. 
Well, and then I just like how they're just like running around and they're like, oh no, this is bad. And then like the whole, I can't remember the name of the horse one, but it like goes to Adrian and is like, hey, what's up? What's yeah, right? Now? Like, yeah, I mean, that I think that's also a pretty significant change this season. The Kwamis like uh, being able to interact. Yeah, I, I think these are all like uh, subsets of the, you know, of the main formula. But yeah, all you're all you knowing um as i thought it was like brilliantly followed up within mr pigeon 72 like i loved how it opened and um ladybug's trying to been for a week has been making a potion uh and all you guys like uh, you're not alone anymore and i'll I'll help you go do other stuff um and uh it's a great it's a great moment we you, you guys talked about how um ladybug is like i think she's in she ladybug has taken inspiration from the pre the past year with the pandemic she was working remotely uh yes, in that room yes. to exactly uh, it was great <laughs> to defeat the akuma <laughs> much like much like i think uh hawk moth uh working remotely from the train bathroom i think yes. that's another one um <laughs> That's... He's always working remotely. He's literally an iPad. That's, that's Adrian, like, Adrian and have, Gabriel are the ultimate remote air, workers. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we send our holograms into the office instead of going back? Yeah, please. <laughs> send Hollow Daddy. Like, as someone who did not get to work remotely, I would love to send my Hollow Dad to work. <laughs> is your Hollow Dad yourself or is it a hologram? No, it's Hollow Dad. It's okay. Gabriel. It's, it's just Gabriel every time. Yeah. Great. He can, he's so capable. He can do all of our jobs. Let's do yeah. it. He's really smart. Okay. Actually, he's Marinette. a chemist. You know, he can't beat children. In... Yeah, but no, that's my thing. Marinette, she was doing like some chemistry. I could send Marinette. Just to, to yeah, work. let Marinette. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it was a good point though that April had that. Uh, well, there's two phone calls that Marinette makes in both the first two of these episodes to uh, have someone else assist, and the first one is only possible because all you knows. But the second one, you know, maybe it increases her mindset of like uh, getting other people involved. And I love how she well, calls that's Marianne in, from in, in that season episode. three. Went from she felt so alone and she didn't. Have yeah, it. true. And now. Like she, Marinette was at her lowest point, and now that all, like now that all you knows, and she's she's being accepted. Now she knows she's learning who she can rely on, and like to like she's not alone anymore. And like I do think you're right, like building this superhero team, and they like know each other's identities and stuff. A team where ever, uh, yeah, and uh, we kind of, I guess, see that future within the the time right. dagger episode. Um, whether that's canon or not, like that's right. like maybe yeah. one possible future. But uh, yeah, that, that, I think that's the idea. Is like everyone kind of knows who each other is in the group, and they're older. Um, and uh, you know, Alia's the first step. Who's the next step? I don't like. I feel like there's not an obvious contender for Marinette to there's tell not. next. Like Alia there is really like isn't. she's like the best friend, and then there's the rest of the friend group. So that makes me think like everyone else will know all at once. Uh, in like season five at some point. For like the rest of the friend group, at yeah, least. the rest of the friend group, yeah. But uh, I don't. Well, I almost I... wonder if Chloe will find out on accident. Yeah, I think I think there's uh, some interesting possibilities in play with Chloe and Zoe too. Honestly, yes. Um, so the, I think I feel it, like I wonder if Zoe would be the next one to find out. I had that thought actually. I'm not 100 percent sure well, why, but she's very involved really, in action now. They kind yeah. of went also really fast with Zoe. Like, I'm. I mean, this is also just me being gay, but like. Like the the whole like focus on uh Zoe like writing her phone number on Marinette's hand and like the whole bumping into each other and stuff. I'm like, is she gonna be like her new new best friend? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, the uh, two minutes in and Marinette like uh rambles Marinette, and has Marinette like some is good. Just the friendliest person. Okay. She, I think that was just supposed to display how friendly she is, but she has a whole like r- j- joke about uh how like, she's clumsy. How, <laughs> 
about how she falls all the time, and like, uh, and she's yeah. like, and compared to her stumbling over words with Adrian, she's very uh, personable with Zoe, and it ends with writing her number on her hand, which is like traditionally a romantic move. So, yeah, so it was kind of like I definitely like I, you know, it's definitely not gay because no, but like. I do. I was, I was getting vibes that episode. No, I was getting vibes, but like. That's not surprising. I, yeah, but like, I mean, I know. <laughs> but like, it definitely felt like it's supposed to be kind of intimate, like kind of like, you know, friend, like, oh, we're going to be really good friends. Yeah. So I, I want, so. so like, I wonder, yeah. Also, this is just really going to ruin Chloe's life. Yeah, I think that's a key part of it, too. Okay, we'll get, we'll come back to, to Zoe, but, um, the last things discussed. Where where were we? Oh, we were talking about. I guess we're on the Alia subject now. Uh, the, this, this can be a hard podcast. The thing to is, time, all of these stamp. are so related. Like, no, I love how we found connections between all of them. That makes me feel better. I was about like, they're all episodes. they're all connected. They work yeah. together. Yeah, good job, Ladybug, and yay for continuization. Yay! Uh, yeah, so Alia's yeah. The plan <laughs> they defeat with Alia's help. She that she like is able to call Alia and have Alia get the like miraculous on her own, and uh, then she uses the illusion. Um, and then at the end, Alia gives the key advice to Ladybug of like the spell book is just what the monks learned. So far, you can create whatever. And, and of course, she... and the gu- previously, none of the guardians could ever be miraculous holders. Yeah. Or they didn't, they chose not to. Yeah. Right. So, um, I, right. I mean, as, I think that's what we're seeing is like the, the original Guardians, which, you know, maybe not the original, original Guardians, but the Guardians before Ladybug, uh, the Tibetan monks, like way back in the day, like they, yeah. uh, they yeah. had their set of rules. But when you have a miraculous that can create anything, uh, you know, how, how can you have the definitive set of rules? Like clearly this is just their interpretation of how a lot of things should Also, work. we're kind of getting, so, uh, you know, again, with the mythology, we're really getting more into like, you know, this is something we used to harp on a lot more about like with Hawk Moths, like what he wants to do. Like, we have yin and yang, we have the ultimate power of creation, the ultimate power of destruction, and we focused a lot in season three on how powerful Plog was. But here, we're finally focusing, like, literally, her power is the power of creation. And so, like, like the fact that she just made this charm, like, this really changes things. And also, it brings a lot of meaning to Lucky Charm. Like, like so I feel like we're going to get even more with it. Like, this whole, like, the fact that her ability is Lucky Charm and she's able to have, like, you know, figure out stuff, but then to literally she gives um, people a Lucky Charm to protect them yeah. from, like, there's a lot, like, there's a lot going on here, and I'm really excited to see how we expand the mythology of, like, what all Ladybug can do, like, and also the fact that Marinette is so, like, I think Master Fu had said before, or, like, she's a really powerful Ladybug. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. talked to and she, she she can do all the unifies and stuff. Um, right. Which, like she can, yeah, that's what it was. She can handle it. Like, yeah, which, well, that's another thing that could also, I did really more. appreciate that. Was it Suhan? Suhan, yeah. Suhan. Was like, oh my God, your children. That mel- that was like the best. Us, that's us watching. Why are you, why are there <laughs> oh children gosh, doing children. all this? I need he's, a response. He's right. These should be adults. <laughs> Oh, he has a, he has a lot of bad takes, Suhan. Like he's bad. a lot of old fashioned. But these should be adults handling. <laughs> it's like, I know he's literally like your, your child, and then you, you get Cat Noir, and he's like, great, another child. Like I, <laughs> he's one hundred percent right about. Like, yeah, that's what like, the whole time he was horrible. But when he was like, you're a child, I was like, yes. If, o- if only they like it's only because of Gabriel's ineptitude that the world has not ended right now. Like if yeah, there's anyone more competent than uh, Labor and Cat, would not have been up for the job. <laughs> Or like, or if anyone had actually had like a like obviously Hawkmoth's not great, but like 
if we wanted to like his motivations like could be worse right like oh, he yeah, just yeah. wants to bring his wife yeah, back yeah. but like he literally could be, he could anybody be a lot else. more ruthless with the yeah so. yeah but um, like other than the fact that he kumitizes the baby every week but like right we we ho- we, we hone in on his the best he can <laughs> yeah we, we hone in got. on his specific moral failings but it's clear like he uh is not yeah. like does not right. have like super but bad literally it's children and he's getting outsmarted by children yeah. every okay, week. okay okay well, yeah <laughs> i know suhan that really got me to meet shadow moth it's oh my god i know like, right who are you no, the best part no and then there's suhan being like you're missing two where are the where are these and he explains and then marin explains it, and suhan's like what yeah, he's not he's not happy about that. But that was not you know, not Marinette's fault. But yeah, to, to, we I think we talked about the Alia follow up. But the, the point that was sticking with me that we talked about before is like this this uh, these three episodes uh, in terms of Marinette as guardian. We'll talk about her new powers next. But um, just like these episodes as a continuation of Marinette's character arc, I like the point you guys made about how in episode three she's like I'm so alone, and and that's kind of where her character's at. And I feel like now we're starting the arc of her like opening up to and accepting help from more people. I really like that. Like it's starts with alia but the mindset continues on to like getting marianne involved yeah. in, uh, in episode six and then in episode uh seven she is welcoming and friendly and well trying to bring zoe into the fold i think it's that continuation right. no, it's of really that more good. that more open mindset and, she doesn't and, need to take she doesn't need to be alone in this when she finds out that she's chloe's sister she doesn't, yeah, like, yeah. I think earlier Marinette might have, like, entirely discounted her after that. Right, but then, yeah, no, I really think, like, a season one Marinette, but then, also, it was really funny listening to Chloe call her a Patsy, and I was like, she's talking about Marinette, and then, like, <laughs> The Patsy, like, Patsy is a great, I, I, yeah, so I did, they've never used that word before, but it's great, It's yeah. so funny. It's a word I haven't heard in forever. <laughs> the only time you hear about a Patsy is when, like, Watergate happened, like, mobsters or something out of like uh yeah oh funny like but no really though so i really that this is i agree these are like really big moments i think like from where we were in season three and just in general with marinette and kind of like and you know marinette's always been nice she's extremely nice but she does have she's done some pretty not great stuff because of chloe which is stuff we talked about about in season three that marinette kind of like she did her best but like, you know, she kept, you know, she should have gotten Chloe, but she didn't. And yeah. and now I was gonna say in the past too, Marinette's also been very quick to pass judgment on people as well. Yes. Yeah, and we're going to come back to Chloe. I feel like the show is vindicating Marinette to a certain extent with uh, how Chloe behaves the, this episode, but we're going to yes. come back to it. Um, but so yeah, it's like hands in hand, the uh, Marinette's powers as guardian and her making her own rules and that with her character art and of accepting help from Marinette. more people. Like, yeah, it's it's she's opening up uh, like as she can make her own rules, she can let more people in because the rules that said she had to be closed off, she's moving past now. Yeah, um, no, it's, yeah. I really, I'm really enjoying it, and I really, I think that's also part of why these episodes are so much are so fun. Obviously, really loved season three, but it was really hard, like watching how sad Marinette was. Yeah, and I mean, all and then also episode one, like the for the early episodes of this season, the first couple episodes are devastating. Yeah, that third, yeah, and the th- yeah. Th- at the end of the third episode, we've made a complete kind of turnaround here. Yeah, so, no, because that was devastating. Like it was really upsetting. <laughs> Yeah, so I like I and to, like uh, to a certain extent, Marinette's grown a lot. To a certain extent, maybe she's back to uh, 
undone a lot of the the hurt that uh, be this burden of being a hero has got on her because right. she's like more open with people now and she's in terms of the umbrella scene she's maybe back to stuttering with adrian like kind of to maybe we're getting like uh also, season one marionette went, to a certain extent like, now obviously she was with luca but like there's no jealousy about kagami like she just she and i do think definitely she like you know obviously loves adrian she was all up in her head a little bit but it was i do think legitimately out of like and when she was like, I'm Kagami's only friend, like that was out of a legitimate, like, care for Kagami. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think so. I think so. Yeah. I like I like that continuation from their episode last season. Um, oh, I've been waiting for more Kagami or because I love them. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was it was great. Um, And this isn't a main point, so we can talk about it now. But uh, Kagami. uh comes to the conclusion at the beginning of the umbrella scene that actually wait actually marinette you're the one in love with adrian so kagami cool. I-, I didn't know you were so smart how did you figure I this know, out like what? what she didn't know this why is this why is this a revelation to her at the end no of the episode crap. also then when uh it's really <laughs> like i don't oh i also really like the part where marinette's like hi kagami's mom and she's like oh yeah you're uh, you yeah. friend and i'm like oh jeez yeah i think also, we're all how at- how adorable was it whenever meredith just jumped on kagami <laughs> oh yeah. my god i loved it that was my favorite part it's yeah good, good follow-up to them being close friends i think but um, then also mm-hmm. when they lose her grip and she like just plows into adrian and another too. another aspect of her like opening up more up to people again is uh is her being so affectionate with kagami kagami's mom i think is a a plot element a lot of people have expected to go somewhere which is not yet either so that could be a future episode too yeah i don't Um, know there's something there it's possible they don't go anywhere with that one that one doesn't need to go anywhere but we definitely expected like some cahoots with gabriel thing to to manifest and i feel like we've like we've still continued to get like tiny bits of and pieces Mm -hmm. of it especially in i mean we didn't really necessarily talk about it in episode too but how like kagami like kagami is like rearranging her life around for adrian i can't believe this girl but also (laughs) but her mom like even like makes comments about it too like about the aggressed family and stuff like that like why are you putting up with it sis what's going on well i kind of i almost feel like i don't really know about the cahoots with gabriel i almost feel like her mom's like secretly a hero (gasps) Mm. or maybe she used to be a hero we're we're expecting some reveal with her yeah, mom. Some. Yeah, I'm, and it's I'm, gonna be beautiful. I'm less sure that like I think this is something they definitely set up. Uh, we'll see if they intend to pay it off. I but uh, certainly at the very least, it seems like it's sh- something should happen with her. Or what yeah. if like okay, so this is just this is just wild speculation at this point. You know, our favorite part of the podcast. So I'm writing mm-hmm. fan fiction right now. So what if? <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for announcing that. What if Kagami's mom and Gabriel? Okay. And Emily, we're all heroes together. And not only did Emily get hurt, but it blinded her mom. Ooh. Oh, so that's why, yeah, that's why she's blind is from the same potential incident that caused Emily's. And they uh, were all heroes together. Or not necessarily heroes. Well, I think, yeah, I think they were heroes. And then, like, I think this is why, like, you know, like, whatever, for whatever reason, they all sought miraculouses interesting okay. yeah i mean I, and I honestly can't... i feel like kagami's mom might be the reason gabriel even knows anything 
yeah, I can't. I I think we're still missing. Like, I'm trying to remember if what we see in like, Feast, how does he know? Uh, we know he goes places and he was looking for them, but it's kind of like well, right. We why? we don't we have a missing yeah. piece with Gabriel and Emily. Certainly, get like what happens after the events of Feast or what like got or, them to yeah. there. Like, it's yeah. a little like, unclear. How did, yeah. how did they find out about them? Like, I think it was presented in Feast as Gabriel stumbled upon it uh, after right. Fu's accident. Um, yeah. But yeah, there could be more to the story. I, I think I think there's room for something like that. But also, didn't Fu's accident happen like hundreds of years ago or something like yes. that? Well, that was the thing. It happened oh. like he dropped there's the, it. Yeah, there's a comment that it's like we've been uh, under Fu's uh, protection for hundreds of years. Like, okay, yeah. Well, that was <laughs> okay, the thing. The oh, it was like a hundred years. Okay, this show. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess they're not right after each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, there, there's yeah, there's the, I think there's room for some backstory like that. We'll, we'll so we'll see. That's it's interesting. Okay, we'll see if we get a Kagami's mom episode. Okay, back to uh, before we go even further down the rabbit hole. Back to the the new powers. <laughs> uh, so Ladybug transforms into her new outfit in episode four. Do we have? Does anyone have a good name for ooh, ooh. the outfit with uh, the black? Because I don't think there is a real name as far as I've seen. I like uh, to call it the magic outfit because I, it I, it's the lucky charm outfit. Up. It's only when she lucky charms. But she doesn't like. It's interesting because all of this is magic, April. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna fight you. (laughs) (laughs) Why is this just magic? It's especially magic. Well, because like before, there was like a whole scene of like her being like, "Haha, I've got this new outfit." But then we don't like we only ever see it whenever she's like giving out the lucky charms. But you don't like her transform into it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's shows up. Let's set, let's set up the what happened. Okay, so in episode four, we see her, an epic transformation sequence into this new black uh, ladybug outfit. Um, in, in order to... making stuff up. In order... Yeah, well... <laughs> okay, well, let's let's set up. So in order to create the, the, the negative emotion, anti-negative emotion charm. Yeah, level up. By the way, uh, <laughs> she creates a charm to prevent negative emotions from Hawkmoth. It's like, is this a therapy replacement? Can you just get this charm Ooh, and you're wait, happy? I want one. <laughs> Great. Yeah, this sounds way cheaper. Or does it mask? Half. Or does it like mask your negative emotions to the Akumas? Like you still I feel have like them. It's a but, mask. Or right? maybe. Oh, okay. What if it's actually okay? Obviously, there's magic, but it could also be kind of be like a placebo. So like, Suhan has like his little prayer, like meditation thing, like a mantra to keep it from happening. I think it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's like a mind. Like at least can project a mindset. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's so like she, meditation in a container. Yeah. So she so she has this whole epic transformation uh, thing to, into the new outfit in episode four to create the the charm, um, instigated by Alia saying you can create whatever you want. By the way, I think this is the most gorgeous transformation sequence we've oh, seen in the show. It's amazing. In, the, in episode four, the, we see the long form one, and then tra- I feel like tragically we see a shorter form one yes. from now on. In order to, when she pulls it out at the end, I of the charm. love the ribbons. I will never let it go. Yeah. The ribbons are the best part, and she oh, even gets a little zipper pool. It's so good. It's 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 a great outfit. We see it's the, the one we see in the intro, but then so it's like okay, we see this new development. How is this going to come into play? And so we skip episode five here. This is the point in which I'm wondering: is this explained in episode five? Right. Like, is is I feel like I wonder. I think if probably like more not. Alia or something in episode five. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm also just wishful thinking because I yeah, love yeah, Alia because we see Alia yeah. three and four and not continued. But like right. it's so in, so in episode four we see. Uh, like the she does the transformation to create the charm in episode six and seven she gets into the outfit instigated by her go- do, uh, doing the lucky charm activating her power so during the lucky charm this is a big deal we have new ladybug uh ma- magical girl sequences so um I kind so we of 
interpret it is like you know when she like you know when she gives uh so this is how i interpret it when i watched it like her do it the first time you know like when they have the little snack and she gives the little snack to tiki and she's like no i'm water ladybug i that's how i interpreted it so this is like i make stuff up ladybug (laughs) like (laughs) this is a new power up is that's uh, kind of how I think about it. Yeah, it is I, a new outfit. That's true. Yeah, so I don't know if that's actually how it works. and it, But it's also, the animation for when she transforms is also kind of similar. Like, there's this way her suit lights up. From like, the from the other power-ups. Yeah, so that's why, and it kind of yeah, looks like that. So, so, that, what, so here's the, yeah. let's, let's, the new sequences we see. We have a new Lucky Charm that in, that gets her into the new outfit. Yes. And then we have a new de- time to de-evilize uh, with the, the black outfit. And then we have a new Miraculous Ladybug. Miraculous Ladybug. And then the outfit changes back. So yes. the new yes. the new status quo is clearly turns into the new outfit when she Lucky Charms, turns back when she Miraculous Ladybugs. But uh, like why that happens is unclear. And I am wondering if yes. episode five explains that. Here's here's like I feel like a baseline explanation. So what I want to call this new outfit is like the creation outfit. Yeah. Um, it's oh. her new creation power. I think the guardian outfit, I think is another good name for it, but the creation power, this activates whenever she utilizes her creation power because lucky charm is that's a creation what I power. That's what she, I meant by, uh, oh yeah, I guess that's fair. Like when I said because, it's the lucky charm power, I think you're right. This is right. It's like, not even a power, but it's like she, her normal power of lucky charm is inherently a creation power. She right. just has that. She just, she just now act, object. Out yeah. of it's like now that she has unlocked further creation, yeah. like that'll happen anytime she utilizes okay. the powers of creation yeah that's kind of what i meant by like this is the make stuff up power yeah this is yeah i agree agree. so so it's like maybe maybe in if in another episode she you she made something completely new before she lucky charms then she'd turn into the outfit first then and then lucky charm she wouldn't even turn into the outfit but then they'd have to animate a new one uh, where she's already in if like what this might happen with cat too yeah, does Cat have more powers of destruction to unlock, right? If right. They're, oh. if they're cyclical, yeah. Or like... Uh, like, what yeah. if maybe he can destroy things without touching them? Do we need... To, does, does Cat need to be more powerful? Um, no, no, but like... But, but, I want, but he needs a new outfit, though. That's yeah, all. that'd be cool. He needs that'd a be new cool outfit. if we had a new outfit. Like, um, if she got a new outfit, he needs a new outfit. That's how this works. It's, that's how it totally works. fair. Delaney speaking for the Cat stands everywhere. Yeah, me, Cat stand, Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Delaney Catstan, uh, we 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 looked up the uh, <laughs> April found that there's new Fourth of July merch for Miraculous Ladybug. What? Uh, I was explaining this to somebody at work. I was like, this show is French Korean fusion, and they have Fourth of July merch. And for some reason, we have Fourth of July merch on Amazon. And, and it's like uh, it's cat, and there's like a stamp. It makes no sense. It has it has like the elements from the New York special, so it's kind of like a New York special the theme. It's a really cute shirt. Anyway, <laughs> Delaney uh, on the way might have a cat Fourth of July shirt uh, as a or present from one of me. If I get it, April, if so. I get it, there will be there will be pics. Don't worry. I'll will wear you, my. Cat. Will you tweet a pic that we can retweet? I'll tweet a pic. Don't worry. Okay. And I was like. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're giving Delaney the powers of destruction. That's yeah, it, I've always had the powers. Delaney of has the ring. Yeah, you have the ring. I have the ring. No, I don't worry. No, if I get wait, the, can you uh, put the ring on with the shirt? Yeah, yeah. But that was the plan. Yeah, absolutely. okay, okay, okay. Should we get you cat ears like cat noir ears? Okay, so yeah, no, you should. No, here's the thing. Funnily enough, <laughs> like so, me, me and Tanya talk all the time when we were gonna honeymoon in Paris that we were gonna, yes. we were gonna cosplay and i was going to be cat and she was going to be ladybug but we were going to be marinette and adrian because i'm not wearing a skin tight suit i'm so sorry it's not happening like no but like 
Like I was, I had like an Adrian shirt and everything. Like his striped shirt. I love it. Oh man. Yeah. Do it. Please. Do it. You could do it anytime. doesn't yes. need to be in Paris. Okay. But yeah. No, it's so. actually funny because, but my hair is brown. I could be, um, what's his name? The fanboy. Weigh him. Yes. Oh my God. I actually, I could be him. Weigh him instead of Adrian. Yeah, I mean, it's the yeah. same cosplay basically. So yeah. I like that. So why is it, why don't you have blonde hair? Oh, it's a weigh him cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. We have the epic reveal of uh weigh him in this episode. Oh yeah. So. That was great. I was like, oh my God, it's him. Marinette we six the fans. Okay, that's the thing. That was so funny. She was like, "Watch this." <laughs> like, She's like, "I have Wayam's number." I'm just ruined his life. Like Gorilla, he was like, yeah. "Oh, like his eyes." He was like, "Oh my god." Yeah, very sad for Gorilla. Okay, uh, the, so yeah, I mean, so we'll say the the new and then she so then every episode now she is handing the so what those are the new transformation big deal new transformation sequences um new outfit we'll see if we have more information but it's cool regardless yeah um definitely opens up like her us them using the same kind of epic sequence from episode four for her to pull something else out of the yo yo like something new uh so if, like she could make something else but for now she's just every episode she's handing out the anti anti accumulation anti negative emotion charms the magical charms um so, so lucky charms thanks yeah lucky charms uh so <laughs> people will never be reaccumulated now so uh this is interesting because i feel like the show created this problem for its characters on its own uh it's i feel like this is like a meta solution to the direction they took the show where it's like okay we're gonna reaccumulate the same people all the time we're gonna make jokes about mr pigeon uh being accumulated okay so now we're gonna we that's an issue so now we have to stop that um it's i it, it feels like even more of like a meta meta solution to the to like their jokes and yeah uh, no it's ridiculous th- then they're it like, does to like the actual like mythology of the show they're like uh, all right you guys we gotta we gotta buckle down and get serious so we're gonna take away all of your jokes <laughs> i know yeah it's i mean it's like i think mr pigeon 72 does a good job of contextualizing what we saw or at least i saw as like a meta thing on the part of the writers like into a plot element within yes. the show it's like because in the beginning of the episode marinette's like uh but the big problem here is that i need to stop people from getting reaccumatized yes. like we, we've yeah. never you know we've well, never seen her care about that before but and, and i love that she like called out too that she's just like shadow moth is like Akumatizing the same people because he's getting to know them better and right. there, yeah. there, like, there is a good line or two from Marinette that yeah explains it within the context of the show right yeah because he's it, akumatizing it, your entire middle school class yeah yeah so I, I it's it makes sense but it like makes sense because the show is dumb but yeah. like because <laughs> the show is perfect. dumb now we have a solution to a dumb problem like that's the thing it's exactly it's like they took their dumb logic and they were like okay. Like, like, I don't think I don't I would be I would be surprised if anyone had discussed it like we are right now in Ladybug fan because when you're a fan you're just like you're in it so you accept what's happening but But take a step back and this is ridiculous that (laughs) that like they just won't make new characters to akumatize and now we're solving that problem within the mythology of the show like yeah uh, like she literally she can do whatever she wants so she just made this up it's incredible it doesn't make sense logically why I mean I think the show episode doesn't like millions of people live in Paris there's a ton of people in Paris Hawkmoth should be akumatizing more people. And the episode does a good okay. enough job of convincing us why is, he would prey on the same people. But This is also from the same show that utilizes the same character models for, like, background And, right, and it's, like, a problem back to the very art confines of the show, yeah. They literally made Zoe's akumatized form Chloe. Chloe, That's yeah, true. which is fun. <laughs> right. I'm not sure if that was because of constraints or they thought it'd be funny. I think probably, uh... 
I feel like at this point, it's like, is what are the what are the animation constraints? Is it like, are they playing into it just because that's the style of the show now? Like that everyone kind of looks the same. You know, is it a meme or like? I think it's kind of a meme or like a choice at this point. Um, these episodes are gorgeous. To, like these, uh, like I said, that that long transformation sequence is incredible looking. Like uh, that yeah. she pulls the thing out. Like um, I really felt the magical girl like. This sounds stupid, but like the magical girl magic, like it really, like really came oh, through. A- April's finally uh, come come through to you with the magical girl it's magic true. through, yes. through channel through, through Ladybug. Join me on this magical quest. <laughs> We're doing. There's it. We're doing glitter it. and rainbows and sunshine and. Is it evil. a musical now? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> and evil uh so, so this book episodes it's not mm-hmm. unheard of yeah so the, uh, yeah uh, we're gonna rhyme next episode that'll be oh god no <laughs> so this is this really a big good, but i couldn't do it again yeah i think it'd be too much this is a big deal that there's a new thing at the end of every episode she's gonna give a charm to people they can't be reakumatized and they're the unique co- and yeah. so unique villains. I mean, I do think this is like the clock is ticking now. On... No, no, no. I mean, each charm is unique to the. Individual. Oh, really? Each charm yeah. is unique. They're okay, like different colors that. and stuff. It's actually like the really one she gave cool. Zoe is like diamond. Mm-hmm. Marinette needs to start an Etsy shop with these charms. Yes. Also, why she should no, have she's already had an Etsy shop making her own website. Also, okay. Also, <laughs> it was really cute and great, but it was also hilarious to me that she gave Suhan shoes. I yes, love that, was good. that. Also, how does she make shoes so quickly? Yeah, I, I, they don't. They That's don't. They, don't, they don't stick on it. But it is a good follow up to Alia being like, "When did you? You haven't done any of your own design yeah. recently." Um, yeah. So that is a good follow up to that. Do you but think yeah, she so this... made her little lab coat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it was like she had a whole pink outfit, right? And uh, yeah, it was like it pink was... and polka dot. It was amazing. Yeah, it was but good. then I also I like that she's like, I designed this contraption so no one could come up here, and it's like a brick. <laughs> I'm like, bro. <laughs> yeah that was good um and it's okay let's conclude last new charms at the end of every episode it's a big deal because there's something new people won't get reaccumatized that being said like i think this is small ball in the grand scheme of things like if ladybug can create anything this person can't be accumatized again it feels like we could only go up from here like yeah. in the grand like this is this isn't that much of a game changer yet no, it's just like something new this, like because now one they're freeing them up she they can do whatever they want now and then on top of that there's like you know it's just her like what else is she gonna create like that's i'm more interested yeah. in like what's next right yeah it's like i'm already two episodes we and saw two episodes she gives the charm at the end i'm already kind of done with that like, like uh, it ties in to hawk moth like the whole reason he wants them yeah i mean i'm interested yeah. in the effect on hawk moth too it's like will, yeah. will, will we see this like uh will this back him into a corner oh no i can't right. acclimatize the baby right anymore. like or maybe are they gonna, gonna get close to, are they gonna get close to finding out who he is uh, yeah. so speaking of Hawkmoth, are you ready for the Hawkmoth line of the week? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, I will. From... I want to say on the record that I will say for these three episodes, I thought his lines were great. He, he there's all he solid. I only so wrote one good. of them down. Specific. Well, I wrote another one down. But he, this is this was his best one in Mister Pigeon seventy two. Have fun with your little magic tricks, Ladybug. One day I will crush you, and that won't be an illusion. Like he was intense. Yeah, in no, 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 there's. I think I told you this, Dylan. Like, like there was music. He shouted, "Crush you!" Also, at, like, the yeah. music behind him was so menacing. Like, I was like, "Bro, you're." Hawkmoth saying "crush you" was the with. most menacing thing he did in these three episodes. Yeah. It was not particularly smart. Any of them, he didn't do no. really do anything also, good. He's got. He's like getting like real aggressive, and then like the music behind him is like so menacing. Yeah. You have two powers. You only used one of your two options yeah, in all three of these. You didn't really shocked. do anything, Shadow Mom. Yeah, and look at he didn't make him up at all. 
Yeah. Yeah. He didn't need the amok because he got Mr. Pigeon to create like 500 pigeons. That's true. <laughs> there <are> a million <laughs> the fact that he was turning everyone into a pigeon was amazing. Like yeah, for that, no reason, he was just like. And then got turned into a pigeon. I don't. I mean, granted, I'm not. Yeah, that's big. That's literally big. all half the episodes, Cat Noir's out because. I will say I got stressed when uh, when Marinette like when Zoe like picks Marinette up. I was like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a lot. A lot of constrained situations for Marinette, but and another one is Hawkmoth saying uh, in Soul Crusher, "Welcome to Paris, ma- Mademoiselle." Oh yeah, that was um, good. Like, uh, to, okay. I want to comment on this one because I thought this was actually very clever of Shadow Moth to the akumatized object was not something that was on her person. Yes. It was locked yeah. away. Yeah, that, so was, the, that, was, that was the creative aspect there. Yeah, sure, I was yeah. like, I was like, okay, I see you, Shadow also, Moth. Can we talk about the poor, up? pathetic mayor? Like, Aw. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll come back. Okay, okay. Um, that that concludes. Yeah, okay. We're good on the creature part. How about uh, the Suhan? We've mostly talked about him already, but... um. He's uh, he's he's in play now. Was there any was there any other parts of Suhani? Whiny chicken legs. I mean, he's a very silly character. Like he is. considering oh, how okay, okay he the is. night that was really funny. Like he yeah, was gonna the, fight, and then she tricks him with the video again. That's great. Did he escape? Yeah, yeah did he that's escape? Good. A big big mythology events at Mirac Kung Fu. Uh, yes. is the he is what they get trained in in order to fight uh, miraculous holders. I will say that I thought that was really interesting, but then I was really overwhelmed really fast where they were just yelling their moves, and I was like, I have no idea what's going on anymore. I like the concept. It's like he's like I'm trained to fight miraculous holders, not yes. villains. Yeah, um, it's interesting. The name Mirac Kung Fu is very distracting. Yeah, uh, it's very silly. Uh, and he, the, the, we get we learn that there's the staff has the compass to the miracle box in it. We learn that he calls the miracle box the mother box. Yeah, um, so it's the mo- and we need I think, the mother box. That's the I think, first one. I think we knew that that it was like the most important box. We th- this is I'm not I don't remember what we knew or did. This is the most definitely the most clear we've ever been yes. this is the first box and the most powerful box i well, think right. we've wondered in the past are there other ladybugs right. and cats but no it's clear like this yeah. has the most powerful miraculouses this is the first one yeah, yeah. so I, I thank you for clarifying that uh show um that, that yeah and i think basically other than that there's not i mean we learned yeah we learned that past uh past uh guardians don't have miraculouses um again, children should like hold miraculous years ago right. to be fair it was really funny though that every time marinette said something suhan was like oh my god no <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah it's like you're you're breaking all these rules but at the end um at the yeah. end he's he's gonna trust marinette I, I like i like how the episode does this he's like humbled uh like yes, marinette, like yeah. solves the problem that he like that that's what gets through to him is he's like she's capable i couldn't do this she can do this um, it, it felt very real for this character, despite just meeting yeah. him, the, the yeah. kind of humbleness, humbleness he got. Um, and, uh, he's going to like learn modern day age while staying in Paris. Um, so, uh, it's, it's, oh my God, I hope he shows up later in like a suit or something like, or he's wearing clothes <laughs> that don't match at all or something like that'd be pretty That's funny. That's 100% going to happen. We're going to have to take him to go get ice cream. He needs also, to, I don't know, have y'all seen room. the movie Bulletproof Monk? No. No. So if anyone in listening has her so bulletproof monk is very similar like he's uh he's so he's actually immortal because Wait, of is like, that the one with jackie chan no oh uh okay, i can't remember the actor's name but in this one like he has like this ancient scroll of like magic on like literally on his skin and then the villains are nazis great movie a plus 
Um, <laughs> remember that? Remember that time we had Nazis in Miraculous Ladybug? Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's great. Remember uh, that time? Um, nice. Though. I, yeah, so it's, it's, I'm just saying it's very similar to that. Like this whole like this monk and learning how to live. Is is Suhan going to come back at the end of the season? He's going to have like compensated by being the most tech savvy person. He's like, I'm a Twitch streamer now. Like, right? Uh, like, oh my god. Oh, he's best friends. He's best friends with that one music guy, uh, the the blonde dude. I can't why? remember. Why? Because oh, yeah. oh, because he's like a DJ and a Mister X Z X Z. Yeah, something like, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Is he uh, Mister Banana? Like uh, the the, the, oh, the judge? Yeah, I okay. will say it would be like I do think it might be one of those situations where not as much as like her visiting Master Fu, but now like she can ask like a little bit. Like if she really, really yeah, I wonder. I wonder how much he's going to be in the show. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, will he can? Will she be able to console? Also, we can sneaking around in the trash can was amazing. That's how we meet. Yeah, I mean, I, it starts off like we see him in the trash can. That'd be a good gift, by the way. I don't know if that's been made yet. Yeah, but, that's a good. Um, <laughs> the uh, th- this is like the this is what we pitched during the off season. It's like the yeah. the guardian was watching Marinette. So. Around. I definitely so, didn't imagine that it was going to be this goofy dude. Yeah. Well, I but, mean, okay, he hasn't been around for like two. Well, yeah, a lot of the goofiness comes from the, yeah, his the ignorance. Of, yeah, it, well, his ignorance. Yeah, it's just him <laughs> being uh, transported into the future. Yeah, um, <laughs> essentially. Can you imagine the culture shock? <laughs> very Captain America, you know. Yes. As, yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was fun with Suhan. I yeah. I could. We, it would be cool to see more serious stuff. I I hope he's in play um other guardians other original guardian slash monks coming into play that would be good to like uh, uh, the show establishes that suan he's the celestial guardian he's like the he's the he's guy the, he's the guardian he's in yeah. charge of the mother box so i think that makes sense but it also makes sense if more people came there i also, mean if you so like com- fancy he's the celestial garden guardian yeah yeah it's fancy title, but it's cool yeah okay Marinette, yeah. what if marinette becomes the celestial guardian maybe that's the season six and seven <gasps> yeah Ooh, i'm sold maybe Okay, last uh, last main topic. We've talked about Zoe a lot already, um, and uh, Chloe's half sister. Zoe's Bay. Also, it makes no sense. Like <laughs> I, st- I literally cannot figure this out. Like so the, uh, the one the one thing we've discussed before this podcast was <laughs> is is Zoe the older or younger sister to Chloe, and how does this work? Um, and okay, uh, I was thinking about this more. So, what if like because. Luca's, I guess, what, like two years older than Marinette or something like yeah, that, yeah. and uh, and two years older than Angelica. So I wonder if she's also like two years older. But they put but, her in Marinette's class. Yeah, but they put Luca in the same class too. No, I don't think Luca's in the class. No, this is not the same class. school. So yeah, but like this, is, I don't. It doesn't. I just maybe. Okay, first off, that. It was rude of them because, yes, she did grow up at a boarding school in America. That doesn't mean she needs to be bumped two grades down. Right, yeah. Maybe okay. she means, like, your American education doesn't yeah, uh, Exactly. Hold up for this That's grade, how yeah. I took that. I don't, <laughs> okay. I don't know. Like, the week of the 4th of July. <laughs> so, in my mind, they're, like, literally the same age. So, I'm just, like, okay. So, I'm, like, so, and her mom is the one who lived in New York. And it's, like. So she can't, I'm like, you just have two families? I don't understand. And I'm like, so so here's the, this is the scenario I came up with was that she had Zoe first with some dude. And then she was like, bye and left Zoe with her dad. And then she married the mayor and had Chloe. 
and it would go back. I think and that forth. makes the most sense. Yeah. And yeah. It, but it's and unless she had an affair, but like they're very happily married, but at the same time, well, happily married. It, it, it was. Time. I think it was. It was up. It, it, like they. They're now they're back together, but they might have been separated before yeah. in the show. I don't, but it's, also it, at the well, same time, mayor the mayor would absolutely not get a divorce. Like just to be clear, so like <laughs> yeah. Are you calling him not. too much of a simp? Is that what you're like? In, uh... Unless she told him they were getting a divorce, they were not. That's getting true. A divorce. But That's I feel true. like she's told them that they were getting a divorce before, and it never happened. And it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think I think the situation that has unfolded is that yeah, I think that Zoe was born first, um, and then her her mom met the mayor and was like oh my gosh i'm in love with this man he's a the mayor of paris like this is no but he, he says he like became the mayor to live up to her like yeah, uh, in this mean, episode and I okay so maybe she met him, him whenever he was still tr- when he no yeah, she or before, when he was still doing movies and she was like was, maybe he was doing yeah. like film school or something in new york i don't know yeah, either yeah, way they yeah. met they had zoe uh well yeah so then they met she left because she's only been like she like commutes between Paris and New York, which makes sense because well, she's now she's back. But now street. she's back. In yeah. So, so what I think happened is that Zoe's dad is still in America or he's dead. But she was in boarding school, which makes me think like, oh, she might be dead because uh, the mom can't always be in New York with her. So she's right. like, I got to dump her somewhere. So boarding school it is. <laughs> But now uh, she's like, I don't want to be in boarding school anymore. I want to meet the rest of my family. Maybe because her dad. But actually also, is Chloe, dead. they've never met ever. Yeah. Well, yeah, they live in two. Different also, countries. I will say, I was really shocked because I was watching the episode and I saw her, and she's like, "I'm here to visit my family." I was like, "Oh, she's probably Chloe's cousin because we met Adrian's cousin." And you're like, "Oh, this is my sister," and I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, to conclude, like, we don't really know, but it's also, like, the next episode might tell us more details on what we're talking about, so I, okay, we'll see, we'll see. The very yeah. next episode, we'll learn more, potentially, about this situation. Um, Like, such a soap opera move to bring in Chloe's I half-sister. Say, I, do, I love it. Soap opera, but I do want us to give them credit for having this kind of, like, blended family situation. Hmm, like uh, a com- complex family dynamic. Yeah, as the, opposed the, the to bourgeois. just, like, yeah, yeah, like, to have, like, oh, like, half-siblings and stuff, and, like... And obviously Chloe's like the worst, but like, yeah. But also, it's, like that's, the mayor's just so kind and like takes her. Like he really does like take her. That in, was even I that's really not his own daughter. That with the mayor, like the mayor, yeah. like immediately, like so. The person who's being the nicest to her is her stepdad. Like yeah, that's the, really nice. That's not yeah. yeah. Best look for Maya Bourgeois. Maybe we've ever. He is, literally has the cellar. Uh, um, so like the akumatized object in the cellar, like a representation of. Uh, them like uh literally burying their do- their own desires which is um, so sad. so sad but then i love it when he's like okay yeah i'll get rid of her and he's like all right let's go find your new room yeah yeah mayor, mayor bourgeois being a director um so i'm trying to remember being a filmmaker i'm trying to remember the past like we knew that there was i think in the past we speculated based on gorzilla potentially that uh chloe's mom was the director but i think now that it turns out that mayor bourgeois right because the, they, they had dad they we saw the, the name movie. in the credits. Yeah. yeah. And, and we had the and, movie. and we see in the cellar that Adrian's mom's movie that we saw before there. was there. So it turns out he is he was the director of the movie with well, with uh, Adrian's mom in it. This yeah, potentially. So there might be more to this magic. story. Yeah. <laughs> um but yes, uh, the drama. So, 
Zoe herself, yeah. I think she's very sweet. I thought there's not a lot to her right now. I think she's kind of a generic sweetheart so far. I did feel really bad for her. Like, it was just so obvious what she was doing. Like, being, uh, like, you know, having to, trying to fit in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, like, you can't blame her because no. the person she knows is... Also, Chloe. Chloe's a straight-up gremlin in this episode. <laughs> yeah, so that's the... that. This is the main topic, and I'm saying, let's have, like, not the complete conversation about Chloe here, because, again, we'll get more information right. next episode. Yeah. Um, I, I, the, the, Chloe, uh at the end of season three goes full kind of villain um right. and this is i think is the follow-up is we see yeah. chloe in kind of peak season one form here this is probably the worst chloe's ever been this is yeah. the most i, I think this is extremely right. caricaturized uh what chloe like is chloe's evil in this episode go like kind of like what marinette's done like she hits rock bottom and then goes up because i don't want chloe to be the villain yeah yeah she was Let- doing so good Look, as as a big Chloe fan throughout the entire history of this podcast, I am honestly not happy about this characterization in this episode. Uh, I think that and I don't look I don't ultimately care that much anymore. But uh, it's this is like a huge regression from giving Chloe a lot of depth in season two. We had the three part arc. I think it humanized her a lot. She got there miraculous. And now it just certainly feels like we're regressing to the point to even before she was on the show. This is like fully characterized. Like this does not feel good what we're seeing with Chloe right. from a fan's perspective. And I uh, can only assume this is with intent to do something with it because I do before we unfortunately had to mute Thomas because of spoilers. I did see a long uh, rants thread from him about how fans were pissed at him about uh, Chloe. Uh, I assume in this episode or maybe the next one too, like how evil she is. And Thomas is basically saying like in life, some people are evil. Chloe's just evil. Like, like that sort of thing. And I'm like, is this a deflection because we're going to reverse it again? Is this like trying not to spoil I it? I don't want them to do like, I don't want them to be like, Oh, she was good and then Marinette ruined it or whatever. And now she's going to be evil forever. Like, I don't want that to be the outcome of this. The other interesting thing too, is that Chloe's like, Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a hero now. Like, and yeah. she's still like, is acting that like, she's queen B like, but she's, yeah. that's not it, look, it's, it's this. We're at an interesting point with Chloe relative to Marinette relative to mythology, the show, like there are interesting places to go from here. But yeah. the, the, what we see from Chloe in this episode is, uh, certainly very frustrating to watch, I think, well, as, as I'm gonna, fans. I'm, gonna, I'm going to, so again, I'm writing fan fiction, but like, what if, like, so one, it's like, why the heck did we introduce her half-sister? So now I'm beginning to think, what if, so now we have Zoe, and she was spying on her, and she's like, why aren't you throwing them away? So I wonder if watching Zoe be so quickly accepted and have friends and like all this, st- maybe a bunch of good stuff happens with Zoe or something. You know what I mean? Like, her, you know, like, you know, maybe she's seeing like all these things Zoe gets to do and hang out because just because she's nice to people. And like, and then maybe we start to maybe Chloe begins to see like why, like, as opposed yeah, to being like, yeah, like yeah. maybe it start causes, starts to like causes some sort of like self reflection. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because also I'm like, I can't, like, you can't be like, sometimes people are just mean when you have Hawk Moth, who has, like, a very human reason for doing what he's doing. Right. We're, the show is clear that Hawk Moth is, you know, at its at his heart, not not evil. He has... Uh, and he uh, loves his yeah. son. Yeah, you know, well, even though he's been a bad father. But we, we oh, see, we understand at his core, he has a specific motivation that makes sense yeah. to mm-hmm. us. And so the, the, what we're seeing from Chloe here is very Lila-esque. Um, also- and. 
the intelligence of the show is that these people are turning to villains based off of just like a negative emotion. These people feel really bad afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't I think I assume we're going somewhere. It's just like the show has demonstrated with Lila that it it's it, it's okay having characters where we don't see the other side on like right Lila, we yeah. do see it like to us like a small extent with lila but for the most part the show is not interested in that it's just interested in right. having her as a villain um like i is that what chloe is now because it it's just inconsistent with what the, the show thing. has done, done with her in the past. i don't think we're done with chloe though that's the thing i think that yeah. chloe is evil chloe is has yet to come like we kind of got to take right. I think her. I think we're not at rock bottom yet with Chloe. No, yeah, we're and not. I agree. Yeah. And yeah, I think what's what going think to be like when Zoe the, becomes Queen Bee. Yeah, is whenever Zoe gets the Bee Miraculous. Assuming which, Zoe, yeah, which is what we think is happening next yeah, episode. That, that's that's our preview, that's but. our theory. We've previously discussed it off the podcast, just so everyone knows. <laughs> no, we, we saw no, we saw it in a Disney pr- promo. That's why we think it's I happening. I know so. that. <laughs> So that so like so next episode, you know, like Chloe get uh, Zoe gets the beam rack because this is gonna like piss her off way further, right? Oh, so, this yeah. is literally going to ruin her life. As we know, this is what's gonna happen. She's gonna get the beam miraculous, and then Hawkwall's gonna be like boop, and just immediately like akumatize her. He's gonna like, he's yeah he's gonna send out before she even sees that uh, Hawkmoth is watching. Yeah, uh, Marinette give the miraculous like uh, somehow like he sees Ladybug giving it, and he's like, and all right. Before Chloe even knows, he preemptively sends out the Akuma. Yeah, yeah. like he just no, no, knows. No, no. And the Akuma's like just a... behind her, waiting until she gets mad. Like it's be a situation where like uh like Ladybug and Kanoar are fighting some villain or some Akumatized villain. And then she gives the bee miraculous to Zoe. And the Akuma just and then out. As soon as he sees a queen bee that is not Chloe, he's like, "Nope!" Pulls it all back, like resucks everything. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the Akuma, like immediately just nopes out of out of the villain and just goes to Chloe. Just goes to Chloe. <laughs> okay, the, this is our version of next episode. And Let's he's see. like, "We'll see next evil bee." Like whatever stupid name he's gonna give her. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're looking forward oh, to that. Oh, she was Killer Bee, wasn't she? Uh, I think I believe it will be Queen Banana. I think that's the name of next episode. I don't Queen know why Banana? Banana's involved, but I think that's the name of next episode. Oh my god, what if she's like stuck in the Mr. Banana costume? <laughs> why would she? She would. Chloe would never get into the Mr. Banana costume. She would no voluntarily. She would not do that. She would if she's trying to spy on her half sister. Oh, oh you're okay. right. She's definitely gonna be okay. Okay, this is this is our version of Queen Banana without okay. having watched it yet. Okay, there yeah. you go. Okay, other things from Soul. We'll start with Soul Crusher for the quick hits portion because there's a lot of funny stuff with chloe chloe wants uh in the middle of uh explaining all the rules to zoe she says she wants the limo painted pink uh, <laughs> and then it is in the next scene it's pretty great yeah. that was the best part i was like that was the absolute best part that was really good the, the, i think the most character caricaturized thing with chloe is sabrina is in the closet doing oh my god oh my the whole god episode. and then opens the door and she's like hold on i'm not finished yet. yeah <laughs> that really got me like that was the best part and then yes. and the best part is ladybug's like where are the shoes and she just shuts the door like sabrina's like nope yeah it's like we've made progress here but no sabrina's like uh even further uh we talked about the patsy thing that's pretty funny okay um, i'm sorry you have to have a patsy i was like oh my god 
It's like, here's the, the Patsy now, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I like as soon as she said Patsy, I was like, oh, great, it's, it's Marinette. Okay, not related to Clip. A- April mentioned this, but Calgi, yeah, voyages to Adrian, and then um, we see these two-second shots less of uh, cheese in space and then a foosball table with gorillas um, because that stuff was taken into the portal from Adrian's room. This was not necessary. <laughs> uh i i think they give this give this gag time to breathe like this is like so quick like this is the show like this is like either give it time to breathe or cut it i will say no i really enjoy that they're like once something bad happened and they're like it's fine and immediately something bad happens like when uh uh crap what's the fox's name uh tricks yeah yeah when tricks and like (laughs) the michael tower starts dancing yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> we're continuing Don't the worry. consequences. Bart Bark's literally watching TV and Bark's like, I'll just go. I'm fine. Yeah, we'll get back to Bark in a second. But yeah, at the beginning of this episode, we have the Zoe's introduction to Paris. And here's the Eiffel Tower. Okay, we're we're off. We're off to the races here. Yes. I did I did learn fun facts about the Louvre from this. Me episode. too. I didn't I didn't, know I didn't actually too. know that. Yeah. I know where I'm uncultured, but I didn't know that. I didn't know um, it was a fortress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or that it's so huge. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I but love it's, that. I like I, it's, <laughs> Okay. Infer- educational ladybug next. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> um, okay. Underrated, dumb cat noir moment <laughs> in so Soul Crusher. <laughs> uh, so dumb. He sees uh, Soul Crusher holding Marinette uh, captured. And then two seconds later, Ladybug suddenly appears. He's so okay. For the record, there's a lot of these moments. In there's, this is one of many, uh, but just the latest. Really bad. The latest. I'm like, you're so story. dumb. Like this one. I've, I, oh, I, the I dumbest is up. still in like, Kwame Buster, up. but this is like so bad. This one. Yeah, she's like, sorry, I got held up. Like, shut up. I mean, it's still not as bad as them being like in the closet, like literally, <laughs> like on the train next to each other. I hate the tra- them. Oh, and you know, him, him seeing Marinette and Ladybug next to each other with the illusion and not understanding. That's true. Um, that's the best. At the end, Chloe, Chloe's uh, Chloe wants her mom to fire Zoe. Oh my god, that's <laughs> okay. Yeah, she's like, get out. I never want to see you again. Fire her. So <laughs> yeah, funny. fire her. Um, but yeah, at the end, uh, Zoe, uh, is good with, uh, on the barge, good with Marinette and her friends. Ivan hugs her. I thought that was so weird. Sweet. That was so it was sweet. It was sweet. It's just like, okay, Ivan, I was <laughs> you just hug people. But also Ivan's <laughs> sweetie, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then Mayor Bourgeois, oh, like, like. actually, best, best part. Rose is like, can we adopt her? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rose is like, yeah, it's good. Mayor Bourgeois is going to help Zoe stay in somewhere in the hotel. So that's the conclusion. He's got her um, back. He's got yeah. our girl. He's got her. The pro- I just think the problem with portraying Chloe and her mom this way in this episode is they can't be characters anymore. Like, I feel like once you I do know. this to a character, yeah. this is as... Uh, ridiculous as we've ever utterly ridiculous as we've yeah. ever seen from characterization in a show in this show like even this they show literally like, told her to get rid of her and i was like are we never gonna see her again though like i was like concerned no she's uh no. she's here but i just you know i like i i want to see how they come back from chloe here because right. this is this is a big such a big swing obviously it's in line with the end of season three i understand yeah. we're kind of on this yeah. trajectory but this was they, they they went for such over-the-top humor here with her um I will say but, her numbers were really funny, like her list. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. she, her, her whole mean girl. It was it was fun. Also, um, when she catches her, are you texting? Like that was really funny that she, <laughs> she yeah. caught her texting Marinette. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Bark, quick hits from uh, Furious Foo. So Bark. So we see the introduction. I don't remember if Bark was in the previous. Uh, I guess he's maybe there in the background. 
um, or she, I'm not sure. Like, uh, so the, presumably the dog miraculous bark, B A R K K. We'd heard about bark from like a con or something before okay. the season. So we t- previously and talked bark about does bark. not care. I have to say, I stand Bark. Bark is my new favorite Kwame. Bark. Bark was like, you guys go ahead. I got to keep tabs on. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> so, so, so edgy. Like, so uh, the funny. They're like, Bark's got this. She like, like, Bark sounds like a cranky Animal Crossing villager. It's like, why, why are you like this? Uh, it's. Cl- I think it's clear Bark will play a larger role this season. That's um, so funny. Because Bark gets yeah. called out here. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, I uh, Bark. Well, so who's going to get Bark? I'm excited. I know, yeah. I definitely like Alex is like, we know she doesn't get, but I feel like Alex is like the Bark uh, like yeah. uh, mirror yeah. image. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm most interested. Okay, so the, uh, Fear is who, extremely silly. So we see Kwame Quaho is their like eeny, meeny, miny, mo, which like funny. lands on Marinette to stay. Which made no sense. Also, it's funny. They're like, please. Also, I love how, like, literally this op- entire op- season is just the Kwame's begging Marinette. Yeah, Operation Baby Doll Eyes. And uh, you take a screenshot. This is the most creepy thing ever in the show is their baby doll eyes. It's, like, <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> uh, but the Kwame's, yeah, very silly. It's fun to have them around. Okay, th- uh, this is a very funny episode. Marinette with, uh, so Waze, like, crawls out God, to see Master Fu. Like, so funny. And then, and then he's like, he touched me, he touched me. Marinette's, like, pantomiming. He touched me, he touched me. Like, uh, <laughs> that really got me it was like so he's crawling and he look i think this is the most terrifying thing ever is the look on his face when he's crawling yes. and then he picks him up and then when he drops in the bag and he's like he touched me it's like shut up ways so like, stupid they were, oh, how are they all so stupid no better in the backpack christina v it was hilarious with that <laughs> pantomiming scene like that in the dub that was incredible and they're they're singing, and she screams like like she's like screaming. That's at her my cell phone. Yeah, you better yeah. shut up, cell phone. Oh my god! Or I'm yeah. gonna throw you away. Yeah, Kwame <laughs> so so stupid. Apparently, like, you guys are gods. You know that, right? Kwame is like, uh, <laughs> tell them. No, they, t- 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 we're glad Tiki's silly because otherwise, oh boy. Um, I'm so, glad uh, that like Tiki has someone to be silly with that's not Plog. <laughs> yeah, good trip, poor yeah. Plog is like. <laughs> Left out my of actual, absolute favorite part of these three episodes is when Plog won't shut up and Adrian just opens a bag <laughs> full of cheese. Yeah, that, and he's like, oh, okay, yeah, that was good too. And so it's like, I love again the fact that his double bag was full of cheese. Like, he was carrying it around. <laughs> He knew Plog was going to be annoying, and he was like, okay, I have to go do this. Can you just eat cheese for like an hour? Like. The fact that it's full of cheese, I lost it. Like, good, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Master Few as Furious Few. Uh, he he. The highlight is he asks Shadow Moth to repeat himself after he he says uh, everything. (laughs) And talk with Shadow. I was like, oh my god, yeah, (laughs) this is great. (laughs) By the way, uh, late akumatizations. All three of these episodes. I I was waiting. Eleven or twelve minutes into that, like they they do 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 not matter the akumatized parts of these episodes. Um, but there, there's some fun stuff, but, uh, Furious Fui is like the calligraphy cards or like, it's kind of fun, but it's, it's not well, really okay, lady- when he got vision and he was able to track what she was doing. Yeah. That was that interesting. Was cool. It was interesting. Ladybug and Cat Noir playing soccer with the miracle box. Oh my God. This, this is my time. I was like, oh my. And then also in the background, they had Zag posters backwards. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. So the on- I thought it was so funny. I was irritated. I was like, y'all are annoying. Like the, okay, so yeah, they were like annoying. sponsor boards and they said yeah. gas. I was like, you're stupid. Yeah, I so laughed. <laughs> and then uh, no, Matt's true. Very oh, funny. Right. He also he- we can't move on. Then Cat Noir yes. scores a goal. I'm like, yeah, and he gets caught up. Yeah, he's like, oh, they're playing soccer. Like you don't. You don't. <laughs> so stupid. I'm like, you're useless. Like, why did you do like so dumb? I was so mad at him. Look, they're always on that big soccer field. They're finally playing yeah, soccer. On yeah, it. it's yeah. true. They yeah. are always there. It was Football, a matter of time, song. but we did yeah. it. Uh, yeah. And then Master Fu, he calls consistently at the end of this episode, uh, Beetle or Lady Beetle and Mr. Bat or Wingless Bat. And he's like, I'm not a Beetle. bat. Yeah, with the Wingless Bat. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's true. He does look like a Wingless Bat. I feel, I understand. Um, but the yeah, confusion that, is... Oh, and then he's like... You mean the bell, right? No, it's not his bell. That was funny too. Yeah. <laughs> should be. It should be. Yeah, Mister Bat and Red Beetle uh, is good. Um, oh yeah, and then Cat Cat Noir is uh, he like they have like the fake out with the cataclysm, so he he almost pounds it with the cataclysm. That was very funny too. Um, I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, and then Mr. Pigeon 72. Alia says, "What? Mr. Pigeon has already been akumatized 71 times. Thank you." I guess. Uh, we have to we have to shout out Bob Roth uh, in that who's the commercial guy um, in that episode. Uh, probably the most one of the characters with the most screen time in the show who you don't know his name, Bob yes. Roth. So yeah, uh, he was he was annoying. Um, Adrian's allergic to pigeons, and again we have a callback to the feather allergy from season so one. Funny that he's allergic to pigeons, and then they almost drown this poor pigeon. Sad, yeah. Uh, whatever his name was, very sad. Marinette falls into the pool with Adrian. Um, and uh i think we went over most of the stuff yeah at the end so at the end marin said apparently life's not about one it waiting for the storm to pass learning to dance in the rain which is what alia said in the beginning of the episode and she was quoting her grandmother um so that's the lesson marinette has learned from from us which i thought i thought it was it was pretty pretty nice i think it's um, a sweet sentiment yeah. yeah and uh nice that another aspect of alia helping marinette the influence of uh that that benefiting her Alia's the best Ollie is the best. Okay. Delaney, what didn't we talk about or what are your final thoughts? Okay. So the only thing is that we were talking about like uh, Cat Noir like was going to like, like pump, like do pound it when he had Cataclysm. He was also just going to straight up Cataclysm Zoe. And I was like, bro, you can't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. Ladybug is like, you, you might kill her. Yeah. Like, have you, we already killed one person. Okay. We can't keep doing this guys. <laughs> But overall, I really enjoyed all these episodes. They were really funny. Like, I will say, and I'm sure I hope I'm sure April can back me up on this. Watching Mr. Pigeon 72, the first 10 minutes are the cringiest thing I have ever seen in my life. And I had to keep pausing it because I was like, Marinette, oh, my God, because you just kept saying stuff. And I was like, this is about you. And like, I just wanted to die. Yeah, it was very cringe worthy. Uh, yeah, Tanya could hear it, and she just kept looking at me, and she's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "I know." Yeah, Mr. Pigeon saying too, very like important stuff with Alia. Then this whole like very silly sequence oh with uh, Kagami. It was really funny, but end. it was also like physically painful. Yes. Yes, April. Final thoughts. Um, we totally forgot the moment where Hawk Moth like lost every lost it because Alia faked. The identity. Oh my god, he got so. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't talk about fake ladybug and cat noir yeah. reveal. Yeah, yeah, the fake reveal. 
<laughs> he was freaking out. He was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him so happy. Aw. He should get those miraculouses, shouldn't he, April? Yes. We should we, we should give them to him. Give him the miraculous. Have him for five minutes and then something horrible is gonna happen. Yeah. There's a balance. <laughs> It'll figure itself out. Up here. But we see like these two random kids. Yeah. Um yeah. I can, by the I can already oh, tell they do it. They do a they'd be they'd be much less stupid than our two uh real heroes. So I trust them more already. Like no, I saw them and I was like, I can't believe she did like fake people. Like I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, was that Alia's vision of the fake the fake holders? It's interesting. That's, that's what that's how she imagined them. <laughs> She's yeah. like, this is obviously Ladybug, and like they even had like different hair and everything. Yeah, it, that was well thought out though, because you know you it can't was. reveal their identities in the vision. Alia was so. like the MVP, making that illusion and just going for it. Proud of her. Yeah, image of the those two fake uh, holders, the our, our also, true heroes of the show. I really like that we got like an insight as to like more how her power works too. How like she was like speaking and they were talking as well because they were like I love that part. So because I mean yeah we we saw we saw the the vision uh, the Alia vision yeah yeah. So we got to see like that she was actually like seeing what they were seeing kind of thing. So I thought that was really cool and an interesting insight um, just to know a little bit of those mechanics. But these episodes were fun and like cringy and masterful all at the same time. Um, I can't wait. I mean, I'm worried about what we're going to do with Chloe and Zoe. Also real original um, Madame Bourgeoisie. <laughs> but it's gonna be exciting I'll, and maybe we'll get episode five eventually nope not on the schedule yet ah! <laughs> not yet <laughs> not happening um we will get the next we'll get episode eight i think next also, but, i uh, really appreciate that you sent over like the name of the episode and i was like soul crusher is it about shoes <laughs> Oh yeah, that you was my favorite. It, April. That you was my favorite. It, yeah. I was like, "You're such, you're so smart." <laughs> you know, she's like, "Is it about?" Sh-? Okay, the funny thing is, I saw that your messages after I had already watched it, so I come in and I'm like, "LOL, April." Yeah. I hadn't oh. watched it yet. So funny. I was like, wow. Got the shoes. Yep. About all the, yeah, the, the soul. Yeah. The way it brings in the soul crusher thing. Yeah. yeah. These were good. I think uh, Mr. Pigeon 72. So uh, iconic. Somehow iconic all time ladybug episode. I do think also if you can get past some of the the stereotypical stuff, Furious Foo kind of an all time episode. Yeah. Um and Soul Crusher TBD. Let's see what we do with uh still good, still say, fun, but let's see what we do here. It's a good episode, but I'm I like I wanna see what we do with it. Because sometimes with ladybug episodes, like you get an episode and you're like, Okay, that was fine, but then like later on something else happens and then when you go back and rewatch it you're like oh my gosh this episode is incredible because i feel like we've had that moment a couple of times so yeah we can see they might yeah our will uh zoe and uh, felix form a team of randomly inserted family members yes uh, perfect into this show yes uh when was F- felix that's another element hasn't come i'm waiting back for yet. marinette to have a cousin oh we have marinette's <gasps> grandma right and uncle really... and uncle and uh Grandpa? Do you think Zoe and Luca grandpa. are gonna fall in love? Um, that'd be cute. That would be cute. I'd be okay with that. I, I see. I think they they're both they're both the biggest sweethearts, so I think that yeah. makes sense. 
Oh uh, yeah, good. We'll just wait, Zoe. Just wait until you. Uh, I mean, I guess she was there when Luca was born. Yeah, but she didn't get to like when she gets individually that. serenaded by Luca. She's done for. It's gotta be... play her the melody of his of her soul. Yeah, what's what's <laughs> Zoe's melody? I agree. Yeah, okay, that's the new hot ship is Luca and Zoe. <laughs> I just want that to happen. <laughs> okay, it's happening. Okay, there you go. That's our thoughts on uh, these three episodes. Let us know what you thought of our discussion. Uh, leave comments anywhere you're listening. Make sure not to spoil future episodes, please. 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 We'll be back with either next three to five episodes, whatever, in a month-ish. So look forward to that. We do know that there will be a uh, all up three episodes throughout July, as of this recording, waiting to see about August. But I assume at least part of August will have new episodes as well. So that should be very exciting for more Ladybug Weekly on the Disney Channel as it also rolls out randomly throughout the rest of the world. Fun, fun, fun. Okay, and uh, look out for our next week. We'll have uh, Owl House episodes three to five uh, podcast as well, if you are keeping up with Owl House uh, also. Um, And then other than that, we just have to uh, thank our patron. So uh, support us via patron at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patrons of the podcast, Hugh. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, Ryan C. Beatrice, Hugh, Michael Needle, uh, and Phonition um yep we're excited to be rolling along here with ladybug season four thank you guys for continuing to listen to these these are doing very well on uh itunes and podcast apps um which i think i thought i think it'd be reversed like you think youtube would do better for like the young ladybug fans but people be listening on their podcast app to these so that's cool um but that's it thank you guys for listening we will see you next time bye bye, bye.